Hello and welcome to episode 88, first episode of 2020, divided by a werewolf. Yeah. 2020 uh, trying to come in like a motherfucker. It sure is. They're like, hey, how does war sound? Not great, 2020. <laughs> Such ass, man. Come on. But the memes, though. The memes. Almost worth not Not worth it, but not almost worth, worth it. Worth it. <laughs> it's like six, so, and this is a little bit of personal stuff, but not a thing. My stepmother's brother passed away unexpectedly, like, last week. So I was like... Are you serious? Like, we're going to go to war. Australia's on fire. Her mm-hmm. brother's like, what the fuck, man? Like, we have a whole year to... <laughs> like, right. you... 2020 is coming out of the gate like, oh, you thought 2019 sucked? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I hope that's you. not the case. I can't, I can't take a worse, worse than 2019 year at this point. I just can't. So I saw that Bungie is working on um, a T-shirt and an emblem... Uh, where half of the yep. half of the proceeds will go towards one uh, group, uh, and I, excuse me for not knowing the full details, but if you look at uh, this week at Bungie uh, for this past week, there's details there. So they're working on an emblem. I think it's called like Shining Star, uh, mm-hmm. an emblem and a T-shirt. Half of the proceeds will go towards one group that is helping out with the wildflowers in Australia, and half the proceeds will go to another. And I will buy that shit in a fucking hundred percent. I went um, this weekend to buy it. Yeah, it's like they said between like January 16th and like February. Right. I want to say like February 12th is something is when they'll finally kind of so, tell you what the deal is. So I went yesterday looking for it just to see what it was going to look like. Like I already the knew emblem, I was going like to buy it. Like the little it. bit that they've showed of the emblem so far, right. that shit is tight. Yes, it is. And, and I wanted to see the shirt too. And so I went and I it wasn't – they didn't have a preview of that shirt. So I just bought a different shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I did like they're like you've unlocked the Saint fourteen replica helmet and I was like hell yeah, yeah. and I put the code in they're like ninety dollars I was like hell no <laughs> I know I know so <laughs> I get really excited for the bungee rewards when I unlock them because you know like everything's seventy seven thousand or seven hundred seventy seven dollars yeah and then I go to the site and I'm like oh shit I yeah. got it yeah. and I put in my little code and it's like oh it's still one hundred and two dollars like, like oh I'm- gingerbread shell paper craft I probably can afford that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I would enjoy a one-third scale replica Saint fourteen helmet, uh, and then I was like, "Wait, his head's probably big. So what exactly is one-third scale?" Right? Big ass. And then uh, they're like, "Oh, it's like six and a half inches tall." And I'm like, "No, nah, I'm good. Not for ninety dollars. I'm. I think I'm fine." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll just draw it, right? Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> like, get a 3D printer. They sell 3D printers. So I've, okay, so I've, I, you know, I've, I've talked about this a bunch. I'm a, I'm a big cross-stitch person, mm-hmm. and I do it. So I do it for a couple of reasons. One is that um, it I can't look at my phone and cross-stitch at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's like the main reason, but also mm-hmm. I just like making stuff. And so um, Jess, uh, crafting at Crafting Geek, um, she has this amazing project. For two years straight, she's done a, a craft along. Uh, so for two years straight, every week she has posted a chart and the thread colors for uh, Destiny emblems. Mm-hmm. And she finally finished this week. Uh, they look fucking amazing. Um, and so I'm almost done with my Zelda piece and. Uh, I'm going to start um, that up next. And so I'm trying to think, where the hell was I going with that? Um, but, that you know, any, any, I, well, what it is is, like, I've started to pay more attention to emblems just because, like, you kind of realize, like, how cool they are and, mm, like, yeah. you know, kind of what would be involved with, with kind of, like, recreating them or whatever. And so, like, when they announced kind of the Shining Star emblem, like, I love the emblem for the little, um, like, moon mission that you got during yes. the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but but uh, but anyway, if you go to uh, if yeah, check her stuff out. It's absolutely amazing. Um, she did a great job with them. Uh, so I'm looking forward to getting started uh, on those, even if they're going to take me fucking uh, forever. <laughs> so I went to the yeah. Joanne's Fabric Store. I was talking to my wife about it. Like I was going on and on and on and on and on. <laughs> and I was like, I bet you. Th- I bet when we got together, however many years ago, you were not like one day in time. This motherfucker will not shut up about cross stitching video games. <laughs> Like, you're right about that. I did not think that would happen. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. That's right. <laughs> are. So, 
So the Zelda piece is almost done. Once it's done, I'll, I figure I'll just like throw it up on Twitter, and whoever wants it, they can have it. I'll send it to them. Uh, it turned Thanks. out pretty nice. It turned out pretty nice. I swear a lot when I cross stitch. It's supposed to be say, my wife's like, always like, relaxing. This is supposed to be a stress reliever, <laughs> and I'm like, shut the fuck up. Ain't nobody asked you. Like, <laughs> no, so. So, I, so I, when I when I draw, I I tend to I like spiral art, like drawing yeah, pads, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. because when I fuck something up or if something isn't going the way I want it to, what happens is almost as as funny and fun to go back and look at as if I actually complete something. Mm. Uh, but I mean now, like if I'm drawing, it's for somebody else. Like I don't I don't just draw for me anymore. But like it's so funny to go back through old drawing notebooks and look at like things that didn't go the way i wanted them to mm-hmm. so there's a there's a picture of <laughs> so it was supposed to be ken and ryu from street fighter alpha 3 i think and like wait keanu reeves was in street fighter alpha 3 hmm ken keanu and ryu. reeves ken and ryu <laughs> oh i thought you said keanu reeves i was like that motherfucker's everywhere what a mashup man. that would be right? that would be amazing <laughs> if keanu reeves was in street fighter yeah. Come on, son. So I had basically like it was Ryu was in the foreground and Ken was over his one of his shoulders. And I had pretty much had Ryu done. Mm-hmm. Not done, but like I had like the outline and all I had to do was fill in some detail and stuff like that, right? And I had spent a good minute on it. And then Ken looked like I attempted to draw him with my left foot. <laughs> I, I don't know what happened. And no matter what I did. It got worse, and I got real frustrated with it. And then, that, like, and then the eraser started like leaving, making the paper thin and shit. Where I was trying to fix it and stuff. And so finally, I just said, "Fuck it," and I, th- I put a word balloon. And instead of Hadouken, it was like "Fuck you, Ken." And I was like, "Yes." <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I'm never throwing that away. <laughs> be, that'll be when you're famous one day. That'll be that's that's what they put in the Smithsonian. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I feel you. <laughs> so it's funny because, like, what happens is – it's such a dumb thing to get irritated about is, like – so I, it's like the, the thread will not or, like, it will get unthreaded. And I'm like, son of a bitch, and my wife's just like, I don't – you know, she's just like, this is supposed to be, like, you know, calming. And I'm like, it's not yeah. calming. <laughs> it's fucking annoying. I'm really excited to start this project because, I mean, she did a fantastic – because, I mean, so here's the thing. It's like we have to understand is like – so th- it's not just a qu- – like you actually have to like figure out the the colors, you know, and, and then the, the patterns and their software to help with that. But, you know, like you're, it's, it's like essentially like imagine turning all of these emblems into essentially pixel art. And then mm-hmm, figuring out exactly. like, how to do the edges and all that stuff. Um, yep. And then making it available and, and doing it every week so people can do it along with you and then making it available and, and all that. So she, she mm. submitted it on the Bungie page So because apparently there's like an artist emblem that like, yeah. people in yeah. the community, like when they do, do really good work. So, you know, go to, the, go to the Bungie page, give her some love, you know, like say and, – and let's She see. absolutely deserves the emblem. She doesn't have it yet. She yeah. absolutely deserves it. And she's super helpful too. Like if you re- like, I've reached out on on Quitter. Quitter. <laughs> <laughs> That's my social media platform. Yeah, I'm launching right, in 2020 right? <laughs> uh, on Twitter, asking about things, and she always kind of gets back. But you know, it's just it's it's really cool work, and I I love it. Like I mean, I I've I did a Destiny piece for you, and I did a yep. um a, a Doctor Who uh, piece for uh, for Susan, and um. So I'm looking forward to getting started on this, even if it's going to take me uh, fucking forever. So, um, but anyway. Uh, all right. So it's 2020, but uh, we have not stopped watching movies. We have not stopped playing games. We have not resting on our laurels. Um, so real quick, <laughs> I finished 2019 and started 2020 playing I don't know if you saw any of my streams. Uh, one of the weirdest slash worst games um, I have mm. played in a while. So if you are familiar with the Black Sad comics, which and if you're not, you should, oh. you should read them <laughs> because they're fucking great. So Black Sad is, um, and I, I don't have my computer available right now to be able to kind of say who doesn't, but it's there's these, um, they're like these kind of hard-boiled. Black Sad is a detective, uh, like a Philip Marlowe type. He's also a cat. But it's anthropomorphi- anthropomorphized 
animals. Mm. So even though they're animals, they walk and talk, they look, you know, whatever. And so the comic um, is fucking fantastic. And it, uh, I forget what the actual story of the comic is, but they made a game. They made essentially an adventure game called Black Sad Under the Skin. And it's fucking terrible. But I could not stop playing it. So the way, and it's like, and, and, and part of the reason why it's terrible is because the comics are great. They're super stylized. They look amazing. And it just doesn't translate well to video games. So, like, mm. for example, like, Black Sad doesn't have fingernails because he's a cat, but yet Smirnoff, who is the, you know, like, German Shepherd police captain, has fingernails. Well, that's weird. And the <laughs> horse guy, who's, like, the assassin, he's got hands, not hooves, hands. And it's mm. like, why would he have hands? That doesn't make any sense. Like, <laughs> and then it's just, it was glitchy. Like, I can't tell you how many times, like, I would go to start this this game before I would stream it and it would just crash um, <laughs> and then they tried to do like this you know they kind of try to bring in these like um oh like like racial overtones like and, mm. and which I, I get because it's kind of set in like the 50s so like it's like after the war and then it's like okay well you've got you know and they bring in this whole like kind of white supremacist thread that never goes anywhere but then they cast the a boxer who's black and they make him a gorilla. And it's like, Mm. you like, and this is not me like reading in. Well, no, you're racist because that's what you thought of. Like, you just can't ignore, at least in the United States, that the history of African-Americans being equated to Mm. gorillas and monkeys and then be like, Oh yeah, let's make this black boxer a gorilla. And then let's make this other guy, black boxer a rottweiler junkyard dog type and it's like i don't yeah. know if they're like the people who made this game are just not like american to wear some of those cultural um i don't know if you'd call them insensitivities so much as red flags <laughs> i was gonna say that seems light to call it an insensitivity well but it's an insensitivity if you Some of it, I think, you know, you don't know if it's just like, well, if you're not necessarily, like, brought up in America, maybe you wouldn't know of them in the first place, right? But Yeah, yeah. You know, and I was like, but then there was, like, all sorts of glitches and just, like, weirdness. And at one point, like, there's this horse and his eyebrows would jump, like, six inches (laughs) off of his head. Like, I showed my wife and she's like, first thing she said is, like, what is up with his eyebrows? I was like, dude, I don't know. Like, it is fucked up. But, like, I started playing it and the first thing Autistic said when he joined the stream was, like, what what is this? Like, what what are you playing? I've never heard of this. And And the comics are really good. And then the sad thing is, like, there's one part in in, in the game when they're doing these, like, flashbacks of the comics and they actually showed like the art style and everything from the comics and it looked so good mm. and i was like yep i'm just gonna go read black sad again i'm not gonna go <laughs> and play but i finished the game and the thing that fucking frustrated me so much is in every single part of this fucking game if somebody dies you can reload a save and then you can uh, uh, redo it, and except for this one fucking death at the end, and this fucking person fucking blows their brains out, and then you don't get to reload. And I was like, "Are you kidding me right now with this shit?" <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah. So uh, I'm not gonna say it was worth playing, <clears throat> but it was oddly, um, like I just I couldn't stop. Like I wanted to. Yeah, I was gonna say you make it sound interesting. Like I I I did watch uh, a it's couple not. of streams. It's not. I, I didn't know what it was. I was no, like I. <laughs> I, I so probably I thought, gave that game more uh, exposure with my four yeah. viewers at a time. <laughs> right. Like I was like because I thought it was this game that uh, another friend of mine on the PlayStation had bought uh and was playing and i it's like one of these like uh medieval hack and slash kind of games it's yeah. like a, a an assassin's creed knockoff i can't remember the name of it and uh i was like oh binky's playing that game that what's his nuts was playing i'm gonna watch and then i turned it on and there was a cat in a trench coat and i was like what the fuck is this so are you familiar <laughs> with the comics no yeah it's like eisner award-winning i want to say the the two guys the wow two, they're either 
Spanish or Mexican? I'm, unfortunately, I'm mm. not well versed enough in um, Latino names to be able to kind of understand the difference. I can tell you uh, the the first thing that came to mind after watching you stream it that first night was Elephant Man. I was like, oh, this is kind of like Elephant Man. Yeah, it's yeah. but it's really good. I mean, the comics are really really good. Like they're definitely mm. worth reading, and you can get like the first one on Amazon digitally for like eight bucks, I think. And it's like when I see the first one, I don't mean the first issue. I mean like first volume, like a graphic novel. Yeah. 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 Um, and then I did play, uh, I finally played Blood and Truth. Um, and oh, nice. I mean, I enjoyed it. And there's some cool shit you can do. <laughs> like, you can. Oh, caress, we laughed. You can caress your POW friend's yeah. face to be like, it's I was okay, say, dude. I got you. We, we laughed until we cried one night at just your hand <laughs> gestures while you were doing the stuff. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is, here's, here's how I roll. If I rescue you from. from from being held prisoner, I'm gonna mm-hmm. give you comfort. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. like fuck you or nothing. I mean, if you that checks out, it, sure, that I checks guess. out. <laughs> but like, I will, I'll make sure you're okay. And if you're driving, I'll caress your face and yes, I'll, I'll pat you on the shoulder <laughs> to let you know that it's okay that I got you. It's just the kind of guy. It's the giving kind of guy that I am. <laughs> That that definitely came through during the streams. <laughs> you know, um, so as fa- like as a PSVR game goes, you know it was good. As a shooter goes, it was. It, you know what it reminded me of? Um, mm. Red Steel and Red Steel Two. Like the first Red Steel oh. on the Wii was terrible, uh, mm-hmm. but Red Steel Two I thought was fucking great. Um, it, it, as far like if you want a game on the PSVR to showcase VR. Play um, Astrobot. It, I yep. think Astrobot is a much better um, use of your time and kind of showing thing like a better choice for VR. But I mean, it was fine. I I, I I hate to say it. I'm not to say that I'm glad I didn't buy it. I did rent it, and I feel like it was for me. It was kind of better as a rental. So so it, it, as far as comparing it to the London Heist, like, would you think the London Heist was better? Or uh, well, it's the same about the same. And, I, and and you know, honestly, it's been so long since I played London Heist. I'm not sure if I can remember. Gotcha. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff there. The problem is, you know, for one, th- there's this one kind of ramp up in difficulty that I mm-hmm. got stuck on a bunch, and it's because, you know, you're you're doing mo- the motion stuff is not a hundred percent and then you're trying to reload and you're getting shot. Um, mm. and, and it's more that I guess, um, so if you were to say, if I were not playing this game in VR and I was just playing it as a shooter, how would the mm. shooter be? And the shooter mm. would be just kind of okay. Whereas gotcha. if you weren't playing, um, I feel like if you weren't playing, um, Astrobot and VR, you were just playing as a platformer. It actually would still be a pretty good platformer. The VR oh, just made okay. it like way better, um, gotcha. and elevated it to be. And and so I think the thing is like if if Blood and Truth is just kind of an okay shooter. Like the the um, the enemies are just like they will just run. It, it's really from a AI perspective, they're more than happy to just kind of like allow you to just mow them down. <laughs> Um, you know, they're definitely kind of relying on the stuff that VR, the extra stuff that VR gives you. But if you take that stuff away, it's just kind of an okay game. Whereas I feel like Astrobot, like, I don't know, it just the creativity there and, and everything was just a better use of the platform. So, mm-hmm. um, gotcha. but, uh, you know, but there's like collectibles and stuff, and there's like, especially if you play like VR, you know, VR worlds, there's like uh, different things you can pick up. You're like, oh, that's from the London Nice, or that's the shark, or you know, whatever. Oh, cool. Nice. Um, and, and I don't, I'm not saying it's not worth playing. I, I enjoyed myself when I was playing it, but you know, it's like between Moss and um, an Astrobot, I feel like they're, and even to a lesser extent, like Creed, I feel like mm-hmm. they're just kind of better uses better showcases for what kind of VR uh, can do. So Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And then um, I, I, I started playing. Uh, I bought it. Uh, I should have waited because it went on sale like nine times. Uh, Black Flag on the Switch. Mm-hmm. I was worried because I was like, what if I started? Like, I got Black Flood. Black Flood. 
What's <laughs> wrong with me? Actually, I know what's wrong with me, and it's uh, John F. Fitzgerald, Grand Larceny Bourbon. That's what's wrong with me. Um, I was concerned because <laughs> I was like, I got Black Flag like tattooed on my arm. Like, what if I go to play this game and it's not as good as I remember it? Like, what if it fucking sucks, dude? I'm here to tell you, it is still the probably the best assassin's creed game they ever made like i had forgotten how (laughs) how good the sailing stuff was and how like how important positioning was and the fact that you could be fighting things and there's a fort shelling you and there's a fucking tornado um that you have to deal with at the same time and you're you know you're you're trying to figure out am i supposed to keep this ship am i supposed to repair my ship with it am i supposed to send it to my fleet because i have all these other missions i fucking love it like i love it just as much now but actually i love it more because when i played it originally i did a remote play via the vita which had fewer buttons so i had all these like weird ass touchscreen things and now playing it on the switch with dedicated buttons i fucking i love it i can't wait to play rogue again and like i'm up at the point where i'm like if you want to play black flag this is it like you can take it on the go and then you can you can play it i'm i I, i'm like and i love edward kenway i mean his whole storyline of like hey i just killed this random guy and i heard he was getting paid so i went there and turns out the templars are a bunch of dicks you know and then like (laughs) all right well maybe if i help out the assassins they'll give me some money that that notion of him just being 100 percent self-focused as a pirate and then transforming over time to realizing like hey there's actually a greater thing going on here i fucking love it like it is still my favorite i'm so glad it will be on my arm until i die (laughs) and it's on sale right now for 29.99 uh during the the (laughs) e-shop you can get black flag and the freedom cry expansion that has aveline from um what's it liberty i think it's called uh and um the the your first mate from uh, Black Flag, and then you get Rogue. Come on, son! For thirty dollars, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> so, Black Flag, Black Flag, and your excitement about Black Flag was the final nail in the coffin for me ever attempting to play oh. an Assassin's Creed game. Because <laughs> it was like it was free, I think, on Games with Gold. Uh, yeah. Like, right when the Xbox One first came out or something like that. It was, like, close around then and shit. And I was like, yeah, all right. Binky loves this. I love it. So and much. I played I played about an hour of it. And I was like, you know what? I hate this. Are you so- serious? <laughs> That's fine. And so, it's fine. But, but I will say, it came back around, not this one, but it came back around the, the, the series uh, when I discovered... That while I have no desire whatsoever to ever play another one, I fucking love watching you play them. You know what? And that I, was Origin. Like I, when when I watched you play Origin, I, I was like, man, this is fucking awesome. I don't want to do any of this. I'm like trying to figure out if I want to spend the money to buy like an Elgato to stream Black Flag because I'm playing Life is Strange two right now, and Life is Strange two is great if what you want is just constant misery dumped on two Latino teens. If you're just like, yeah, no, you know what like I want? My life. I don't need that shit in video game form. <laughs> and I I like the game, and I like I want to <clears> play something because I mean like. You know, it, it's rare to see people of color as like the the main right. like uh, characters in games. But holy shit, it's just one thing after another with these poor kids. Um, and I'm like, what if I bought an Elgato and then I streamed Black Flag? I'd watch it. <laughs> I kind of feel like that's where I am right now. Is I'm like, I kind of feel like I want to do that because I fucking love this game and I can't. I just I love it. I just I love it. It's it it has. Like if they came out with a remastered version of of uh, Odyssey on the Switch, I don't know if I would play it because honestly, I don't know if I have another 185 hours in to dedicate towards it. But I love mm. Black Flag when I played it, and I just I it I just I I love it. I will sit there and swear at these fucking oh god damn it. Goddamn forts! My wife's like, "What are you? Are you cross stitching right now?" And I'm like, "No, <laughs> I'm a fucking pirate! Keep up!" <laughs> I would never talk to my wife that way. No, that I, way. I, I just know so that. Just, just, just so everyone else knows. Just so yeah, everyone I'm... else knows. <laughs> but um, you know, for me, and so for me, like I'm trying to think. Like the next game is is a uh, Darksiders Genesis, which is like their kind of Diablo clone. Ooh, I didn't know about that one. 
yeah, like I'm playing. I I downloaded Darksiders three. It's it's fine. Like it's. it's the, I never finished the first one. I was like, I love two. I played. I played one twice. Um, I always felt like I should like it more than I did because of the, you know, Joe Madreira and I, I dig his art, but it's like big knee pads. Yeah, I don't know, man. Big I start knee pads. I played it and I was like, and even like the the story and like the characters and what they are and shit. I'm like, I should be way more into this, and I just stopped. And uh, then yeah, two like two was free, and so I downloaded. I was like, oh, this one I'm gonna like. Cause he's all purple and like the Grim Reaper and skull faced and shit, and he has the scythe, and I'm like, fuck yeah, this is all about me. And I was like, you know, I should be enjoying this more than I am. I don't know, and I stopped on it too, and I was like, so I escaped. I, I feel like two is better than one. Um, mm. I actually enjoyed two quite a bit. Three is is really like I started at three; it was free um, via. Mm. Uh, it's actually free on both. If you have it, or sorry, if you have Game Pass, it's free. If you had PlayStation Plus and you thought to redeem it, it was free. It's okay. Um, mm. They tried to go like a Souls like. Not everything like. Come on, people! Like not everything has to be Dark Souls. Please, I know. Jesus not everything Christ. has to be Dark Souls. Dark Siders absolutely does not. No. Have to be no. Souls. Are you fucking kidding me? But um, yeah, so See, I'm waiting for Devil May Cry to go that route because that's going to be the fucking worst thing that could ever happen to Devil May Cry. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But I don't know. At the same time, I go. I, I feel like that wouldn't allow for the s- amount of style that right. comes with a, in a Devil May Cry game. So you might be okay. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they did a similar thing with God of War. They didn't necessarily go Souls route, but like God of War went from a button masher to, you know, yeah, you what, actually but, had to think about what you were doing. Right. Especially I mean, if you were it, taking on the, um, the Valkyries. Mm-hmm. The Valkyries did not play. <laughs> like straight up, well, they did not play. And and in the rare instance in, in God of War's case, it actually made it a better game to me because yeah. like the old God of Wars were just like, yeah, okay, I'll play them. I'll play the. <clears throat> the mini game where I press triangle and circle to bang three chicks, and then right. I'll just jam on the motherfucking square button when we're fighting shit until it gives me a button prompt that isn't square. Um, so I don't know. Sometimes it works, but it doesn't have to, you know everything doesn't have to be Dark Souls. Right, and they actually patched in. So for Darksiders three, there was enough people that were like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> like you are the third game in Darksiders, which means mm. your combat should be. This isn't Dark Souls three. This right. is Darksiders three. <laughs> so they actually patched in a uh, combat that was more Darksiders. Oh, nice. Yeah, I so didn't that's like that. an. And I mean, it's it's fine. The the <clears> problem <throat> with that game is the locations of the checkpoints. Um, it is very easy to lose a lot of progress because you mm. died and the checkpointing mm. just kind of sucks, which is where like, I kind of did what I did because it, I whatever needed to. And cause I didn't have anything else to play at the time. And then I was like, gotcha. God forbid I just not play anything, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> All right. So movies. So we have two, uh, if you were like, Hey, Mitch, Brandon, uh, Give me two movies that I could watch that could be <laughs> as far apart as humanly possible. I want to have the spec, the full spectrum of human emotions <laughs> and movie making styles on display between yeah. your two movies. What two movies would you pick? Well, enjoy our show where we talk about Rise of Skywalker and. The Lighthouse, one of which a uh, the ninth movie in a multi-billion-dollar franchise, uh, loved by millions for uh, generations. The other one, a one by nineteen uh, <laughs> mono audio black and white movie with two people and yep. occasionally a mermaid. Yep. First of all, can I just say, uh, so the other night, okay, so my wife and I got in a fight. Honestly, I don't remember what it was about. No, I take that back. I do know what it was about. I don't know why I was wrong. (laughs) And she didn't tell you? (laughs) Well, okay, let me put it this way, without without airing my business. I knew why she was upset with me, 
I don't feel like it was warranted. But mm-hmm. I also realize as a man, mm-hmm. it's possible I was wrong. Mm-hmm. So I was in the middle of making dinner and she was putting puzzles together. And I came in and I was like, hey, whatever. I was like, you know, just kind of smoothing everything over. And she was like, I was like, well, you're not. She's like, I'm fine. And I was like, well, you're not really talking a lot. And you're, she's like, well, I don't really have a lot to say. And that's when I knew mm-hmm. something was wrong because yep. I love my wife, but she never, she always has something to say. And I don't mean that as a bad thing. She's just, she's always, you know, like she's always Johnny on the spot with something to kind of talk about. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, I don't have anything to say. You talk. And I was like, oof. I said, okay. I watched a movie today that was a black and white. Uh, one nineteen uh, set two guys in a lighthouse, Robert Pattinson and uh, Willem Dafoe. And, uh, and she's like, well, that sounds terrible. I was like, it was amazing. <laughs> I said, if this movie had come out last year, I would have had a hard time determining, if I'd watched it last year, I would have had a hard time determining uh, what to pick between it and Parasite. So, yeah, and 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 to say just to just to butt in on that for a second, uh, based on the fact that I'm still unpacking it, yeah, uh, it would have replaced Parasite for me. See, okay, so like I was going to talk about Rise of Skywalker first, but fuck it, let's do it. So here's the thing about the lighthouse and and the difference between it and Parasite. First of all, can I just say how much I fucking love and I, I don't want to bong Ju hook. I think I, I always get people's names wrong. So let's say the director of Parasite wins the gold for Parasite and is just basically mm-hmm. like y'all need to learn to read. But he's absolutely <laughs> right. Like yep. he is absolutely 100% right. Like when I think yep. of the movies that we loved this year, mm-hmm. Parasite and mm-hmm. Tigers are not afraid. You know what they mm-hmm. both have in common? Fucking subtitles. Subtitle. Yep. <laughs> Don't be afraid to see it, to read it, to 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 embrace the fact that these movies will allow you to get a glimpse. And a, and a real brief later on, we're going to talk about um, the farewell, uh, which is a movie <laughs> I watched last night. Do not be afraid to allow subtitles to bring you into a whole world of movies that you would not normally have watched, but you will be a better person and a better fan of movies for yep. having experienced them. Right. And I don't know if it's not the case for everyone, and, and, and that's probably just my ignorance. Um, I just assume it's that way for everybody. But for me, like, I don't realize I'm reading and it doesn't take me that long to get to that point. So here, for me, what it is is um, if I am watching – okay, so like if I'm streaming a game, I will always put subtitles on because typically I'll lower the volume of things in the game because I, I don't want it to be mm-hmm. you know competing with my stellar commentary. Right. Uh, but also just as a habit, I always put subtitles on when I play a game because um, – my hearing isn't as strong as it used to be, and sometimes I have a hard time kind of picking things out. And so if I'm watching a movie that is completely in English, the subtitles will end up being distracting for me because I'll end up mm. reading them and not focusing. Before they say that, yeah. Yeah, and not focusing as much on the performances. But if it's a foreign film and the subtitles are on, then it just allows me to enjoy the film. But like I'll literally, if I get engrossed in the movie, I'll, I'll my brain will forget that I'm reading yeah. what they're saying, and I'll just hear it. Right. Or I don't know how to describe it exactly. Yep. No, but I get it, it. It's never been a distraction for me to put on subtitles in a foreign language movie, and I've always watched foreign language movies. Yeah. Like you know, if it was anime, if it's fucking whatever, like I've always it's it's always been the thing that I've done. So like I'm not it doesn't bother me at all. Um, but so the lighthouse, so it's, um, is it, it's Robert, not Roger, right? I always get those two confused. Yeah. Robert, Robert Eggers. Mm-hmm. So he did the, the witch or the, the mm-hmm. itch, however you want to say it. Um, he says it's the witch. It's he appreciates the, witch. the people yep. 
who write it the way the logo looks, it's the witch. So, <laughs> so the witch. Uh, I watched it again this past Halloween. One of my favorite horror. Movies. Hell yeah! Uh, you will never. I will never not call a goat Black Philip. Damn right. Until I die. Um, yep. I had the 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 pleasure slash uh, displeasure of feeding a brown Philip at uh, the uh, <laughs> the rescue animal. A uh, horse farm that I worked at, who without fail would uh, knee me either in the ass or uh, not <laughs> knee me, sorry, would would uh, butt me either mm. in the ass or in the balls every time. <laughs> every time I went to do what I needed to do to feed this fucking goat, it would ball, it would it would headbutt me either in the ass or in the balls. Every time, uh, so uh, so so the witch still to this day a fucking fantastic movie. So I don't yes, I don't is. I'd like to know how this cat's mind works. Where he's like, you know what? I can make anything I want right now. People love this movie. <sighs> right. I did this movie about uh, witches uh, with Anna Taylor Joy. She was fucking great. Uh, I could do whatever I want right now. Mm. What about, hear me out, what <laughs> if I made a movie in black and white, mono stereo, uh, 119 resolution, so basically a square with two yep. people, uh, Willem Dafoe and Robert Patterson, Pattinson, and they are, one's a lighthouse keeper, the other one <laughs> pretty much a slave, who yeah. starts going a little nutty go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> what if we did that? And then they fucking made it, and it was fucking brilliant. Brilliant, incredible, uh, yeah. a fucking masterpiece. Like it's yeah, it is. Um, I mean, it, it it it's so the the first of all, if you watch, I don't know if you if you were able to watch. They actually have like the making of this movie is really really cool to watch. Um, so, because they were shooting okay. on uh, the kind of the black and white uh, stock, the the um, it, it, light sources were intensely magnified as a result mm-hmm. uh, of using the film stock that they were using. Uh, in order to, I should say, in order to get the be able to see the visual detail that they were looking for um, in. Um, uh, the actors' faces and everything, they had to, like, super magnify a lot of the light sources. So, like, there's one scene, it's like the first scene in the movie that they filmed, which is where they sit down to dinner together for the first time. Because basically, Willem Dafoe is, like, a lighthouse keeper, and, and, and Robert Pattinson is the guy who comes. He's only supposed to work for, like, four weeks, mm-hmm. and then he's going to roll off. So the first scene together is them, uh, and this is the first scene that they film, it's them having dinner together at this table, and apparently, like, the light was so bright that they couldn't see each other. <laughs> and and Robin Pattinson was like, is this how it's going to be, like, the entire time? Like, we're not going to be able to see each other this entire movie. But yet, the, the, the you know, Robert Pattinson, he, if you have discounted, if you mm-hmm. heard that Robert Pattinson was going to be Batman, oh. and you're like, fuck this guy, he was in Twilight, mm-hmm. allow me to say... Fuck you. Fuck you. Go home. <laughs> because if you have not followed Robert Pattinson's career since Twilight, you mm. are absolutely depriving yourself of some yes. fucking amazing work. It's criminal. It's Go fucking see you're good criminal. Times. That yes. movie is a fuck like that movie. I know folks are not as big of a Paul Walker fan as I am. <laughs> I get it because of the Fast and Furious. But Paul Walker did uh, a movie. God damn it! What the fuck is it called? It's the same. It's the same uh, as, uh, uh, as a movie that um, Billy Crystal and Gregory Hines did. Son of a running bitch. scared. Running, running scared. scared. The Paul Walker running scared to me is it's this gross sea underbelly kind of almost like mm-hmm. a weird fairy tale type of thing. I fucking loved mm-hmm. it. Good times to me is the same kind of vibe. It's just gross yep. and seedy and yes. it's him looking out for his brother and he's fucking amazing. Also, also, if you have not seen the Rover, <laughs> turn this shit off right now. <laughs> fucking hit pause. Go yep. watch 
the rover right fucking now. Robert yep. Pattinson, fucking, um, oh, what's his name? He was in Memento. Fuck. Why can't I remember people's names? <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah. I can't remember either. It's but. like an Australian <laughs> post-apocalyptic. He, he's trying to find his car. Robert Pattinson stole it. So between good times. Guy Pierce. Huh? Jesus. Say that again. Right? Guy Pierce? Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce. Yes. Go watch The Rover. It has an amazing, like, like uh, Kelly Rowland. Uh, my name is Kerry. I'm so very. Uh, oh, my. It's a little bit scary. That song is fucking great. Shout out to Tom Chick, who turned me on to The Rover. Uh, go watch that movie right now. Go watch yep. Running Scared right now. And then yep. fucking come back and, and you tell me that Robert Pattinson is not going to make, if not, he's going to make a fucking absolutely fascinating Batman. He absolutely is. I can't fucking wait. I can't fucking. It's like people who are like, like we had this discussion on Discord. Like, oh, Daniel Radcliffe. Man, if you ain't Fuck seen you. Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> being something since Harry Potter, you are fucking missing out. Yes, you are. You are depriving yourself of of just fucking fantastic work right now. But, mm-hmm. uh, but also, like Willem Dafoe is constantly an amazing, just like a just a, a fucking spellbinding performer. I, to watch. I've always liked him, but Jesus, this movie. So this movie, the dialogue in this movie reminded me a lot of Deadwood. Of, of yeah. how the yeah. dialogue in Deadwood was very lyrical, right? Uh, and and, oh, you're and right. it had a wow. cadence and a flow, and yep. where like you yep. you almost like would have to you you almost you didn't want to be interrupted while you were watching it because it would kind of yeah. pull you out, and you almost like 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 you needed to get back into the groove, wow. and like yeah. it was kind of hard maybe at first, but then it like clicked, and then you were yeah. like, I get it. And the dialogue in this movie is so fucking amazing and when you consider it, it's essentially like a play with two guys and it's yeah and it's about wow. it's about madness and and servitude and 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 the power structure that would exist just between two people like mm-hmm. you wouldn't think and it's willem dafoe is fucking and who else if you're like craggy oh. lighthouse keeper go right right willem dafoe but even then, right? Like, and I, I would be the same way. But and, and I would expect a certain thing. Fucking Willem Dafoe is like reinventing himself in this movie. Like yes. he's so good. It's a, he. He absolutely is. He is amazing in this. Movie. I, I mean, I would like. I. I it, oh fuck! Like this movie, I'm like give everybody all the Oscars. Like all of them. Like this. Uh, I'm like I said, I I literally just finished it before the show, and it's like a whole thing. God damn it! It took me a minute to finish it, but because I kept getting interrupted, which sucked. But like, yeah, like I I, I you know I bought the Blu-ray, uh, so like I'm now I'm looking forward to getting into the and yeah, I did what I said I was gonna do. Blu-ray, I'm gonna watch it on Plex. Like what? Like <laughs> yeah, I did. That's exactly what I did. <laughs> well, because. So, unfortunately, my existence doesn't lend itself to being able to watch whatever I want, whenever I want to, on my television. So, sometimes I have to watch things on my laptop because it may have content that isn't suitable for my 11-year-old daughter. Or sometimes, uh, you know, I have to work all goddamn weekend, like this weekend. And so, I'm like, okay, well, I, I could, like... If I have times during the day to stop, I'll start a movie or I'll start a whatever. Like, and I, you know, I'll catch up on YouTube and things like that. So yeah, it took me most of today to watch this movie, and I I cannot wait for the opportunity because it's still like it's so in my head right now. Yeah, it's like all I'm thinking about, and so I can't wait to have the chance to just sit down for within a, a meager hour and fifty fucking minutes. Yeah, and actually watch it. The whole thing. And I'm so pissed that it ran out of the theaters here as fast as it did because yeah. I wanted to go see it. Yeah, me too. So so just for folks at home that what I'm talking about. So I have a Plex server and I have a, a bunch of friends that like have logins. And so like I'll get stuff. I'll throw it on the Plex server. So um, a lot of times, you know, like that's what I was giving 
uh, Mitch shit for is that he bought the Blu-ray and then went home and <laughs> logged onto my Plex server to watch it. And I'm fine. <laughs> like that's why I gave that's why I give people logins is I want them to watch movies. And it's funny is like I'll actually like throw shit on there and be like, well, I fucking hated it, but I'll. I, it's just storage. I don't care. Like I'll keep it on there because maybe somebody else will watch it and enjoy it. But um, yeah, and I mean, if you get the chance to watch the kind of the making of like it's really interesting to see you know kind of the color choices they made and like when they're shooting on the black and white stock like what that Mm. colors particularly at the end and the thing about this movie that i loved i think probably most of all aside just from the performances and the setting which is not something you would ever ever see Mm. is they don't explain it it's like you have no idea whether or not you know, Robert Pattinson was going crazy, whether he actually saw mm-hmm. the things that he saw, you know, mm-hmm. what is going on. And that's absolutely fine because it doesn't really matter. Right. At, at the end of the day, uh, it's all about these two guys and just their amazing, their relationship with each other and the performances and everything. Um, and it was great. Like, it, yeah. was, it Dude, was great. It was so good. Like, <clears throat> not so much a, a little bit at the start. But once it kind of got going, I like and and this is like the highest praise that I could typically give to a movie. But like I was getting like Jaws vibes from Mm -hmm. a lot of the scenes, like when they were drinking and like they hated each other. But then when they would drink, they became best. They told stories. They like excellent point. Yeah. And I was like, geez, this is like fucking Jaws in a lighthouse. uh, Yeah. But also like. Oh my! Like, there's almost it almost felt felt Lovecraftian at times, yep. and 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 oh, it's just so, and I, like I said, I'm still unpacking it. Like, it's still in my head, and I, I need to watch it again, like real soon. And also, the fucking score. Yeah. Oh my god! Like, and, and they talked about that with this idea that like the sound, where like, okay, so you have to have. Um, you know, you've got to have this constant foghorn because it's it's set in mm-hmm. like the 1800s in a lighthouse in Maine. So you have this constant foghorn. You've got the sound of the machinery. You've also you know, you've got the dialogue. You've got music. You and it's like just this these competing sounds. Like you don't want people to leave the theater because it's just like this con the you know this kind of wailing of this foghorn. But yet at the same time, it just adds this completely like oppressive sound to it. Where if you were like imagine you're Robert Pattinson, you're kind of like you know, system, and I'm like, man, that would have added so much to it. Right, right, right. Like you know, he's got his own kind of things that he's kind of running from, and then he goes to this place, and it's just this constant wall of sound, and then this fucking mm-hmm. craggy old farting. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a yeah. great, like it's a like like the witch is. I, I mean, it like. The Witch is a fantastic movie, but I mean, th- this was just like, like a next level. Like when you consider, you know, that he was able to to take his success in The Witch and and do this with it, and him, and I guess the I think it was his brother Max Eggers who who wrote the screenplay with him, and mm-hmm. they and I mean and and they had a vision, they had an he had an idea, and they just fucking went with it, and it's fucking brilliant. Yeah. So that's the difference is. Uh, um, I'm obviously like I'm kind of obsessed with both of them at this point. The witch scared the shit out of me. Like yes. it still it still does. This didn't scare me. No, but in I'm just as fascinated with it as I was with the witch. Like I can't. Like I it, it's. I'm like I said. I'm still unpacking it. And uh, but like I know I'm gonna be obsessed with this movie. For I'm gonna think about this movie like till the next show probably. Like because. Cause there's things that happen and I, and I feel like they're <sighs> things that happen towards the end that things that happened earlier, there's meaning behind them. And then, like you said, it doesn't tell you one way or the other, which way it's going. So, Oh God, I know I'm going to be thinking about this movie for fucking at least two weeks. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just, and I, and I think, you know, it's, you know, when you have somebody who has, I mean, who would have thought, like, like, I mean, it's just, you know, the studio system is great. Like, I love, don't get me wrong, like, you know, uh, you know, Endgame was on my best of, and I, and I love, you know, these big, you know, kind of tentpole movies. And, but I also fear that with, you know, the, this, 
this consolidation of companies and studios that something like this mm-hmm. is not going to, you know, have a place. Uh, right. So hopefully, you know, uh, it will. But um, yeah, so so definitely go go check it out because it's it's absolutely worth it. Um, okay, so then pivot. <laughs> <laughs> so Rise of Skywalker, you you saw it twice. Yeah. And was that once alone, and then like once with your kids, or was it both with them? Like, what was the? No, so it was it was once once with the kids and with Angela and uh, her parents, and then the and then it was the next weekend. It, that was opening weekend, and then the next weekend, uh, Chris still hadn't seen it, and so I ran at him at Walmart uh, on Christmas Eve buying last minute stuff because that's how i roll that's like uh what's that that one of my favorite christmas songs old lang syne but i don't know who did it but met my old lover at a grocery store that song (laughs) song? no i don't you don't know Uh, that song i love that song it's like it sounds like dan fogelberg but it's not dan fogelberg (laughs) i love that song old lang syne look it up it's a great christmas song. i'll have to do it uh, yeah if it's a christmas song especially but well it's uh, not it's it's Especially if you're meeting a friend, it's more of a. And lover. not that Chris is an old lover, but uh, I do love Chris. Uh, <laughs> you, but... don't have to, you don't have to explain yourself because <laughs> weird ass tangent that makes everyone uncomfortable. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I, I love it. I love all my friends, and he's one of my best friends. So, but no. So I ran into him uh, literally on Christmas Eve, and uh, I didn't know who it was because I was standing there getting full disclosure. Uh, I was in Walmart on Christmas Eve because I had completely forgotten to buy my ex-wife a Christmas present from the kids. Uh-huh. And so uh, so me and Katie were in there uh, getting stuff, and she was like, uh-oh. And I was like, what? And then she like bobbed her head behind me, and I was like, oh, God, who's behind me? I, there's any number of people it could have been at this point, dude. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Jesus, is it the ex-wife? Is it this person? Like, mother, who am I going to turn around and see, right? And so I turn, I like slowly turn. It's like the most tense moment like I'd had. And I was like, oh, God. And I turn <laughs> around and it's just this? Chris. Yeah. Oh, hey, what's right. up, man? I was like, oh, <laughs> now what? Now what on Christmas fucking Eve? Like, really? I turn around and it's just Chris and I was like, Hey, <laughs> so anyway, and he asked me if I liked it and I said I did. And then, uh, and then he said, I still haven't seen it. And I was like, Oh, okay, well I'm going to go any further. And then he mentioned if, if he had a chance the next weekend to go, if I, if I wanted to go with him and I was like, sure, I'll go, man. Cause like we used, when we, when I was in it, you know, and he was yeah. the other half of it, we'd go watch the, the, the big ones, like the comic book, the Marvel ones, right. the, you know, he doesn't watch, I watch shit that would turn that dude's hair white. But, <laughs> he's not uh, going to watch the lighthouse. Is what you're saying? <laughs> he's not going to watch. He's not going to watch Hagazusa. He's not going to watch the lighthouse. I don't know if anyone should watch Hagazusa to be perfectly well. No, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. I agree. So anyway, yeah, so we went and, and we had a good time. Uh, so that was my second viewing. Yeah. So, but you, you're, you're still, you're all in on it. No, no, it has problems. It absolutely has problems. I'm just not as mad at it as the rest of the world seems to be. Like I don't. I wasn't mad at it. I guess I was. Just no, no, I don't, I'm not saying you. I'm just saying like no, it's the the internet has fucking melted down over it. I'm like, okay, which was surprising the brain, to me because man. it's not. I feel bad. like the whole point of of it was supposed to be like we don't want this anymore. Like 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 you know, the last Jedi was too polarizing. Let's just give mm-hmm. the people what they want. Uh, and then it kind of had the exact opposite like effect of that. Right. Right. Um, now I can't remember where you, know, you stood on the last Jedi. Were you like good with it? Okay. Not good with so, it? Uh, so initially, uh, it was a bit of a shocker. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> like, I think that I think, but I think that was kind of what, it was supposed to be right. It was like the the Force Awakens, in, and I think that's what was it? Ryan Johnson, Rion, whatever the fuck yeah, it is. Yeah, I don't know how you say his name. I don't either. So, so I feel like that was sort of the point, and, and why it started off as jarring as it did because mm-hmm. the Force Awakens, 
I love The Force Awakens, but it very much followed a very familiar formula. Yeah. Then he was like, well, they're they're letting me make my Star Wars movie, and right. I want to make a different Star Wars movie. Right. So – and I, th- I, f- I felt like initially that's where a lot of the issues people had with it uh, came from. But as it turns out, people are just shitheads. So, <laughs> uh, so while I initially was like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> like, like it, from that initial viewing opening weekend until now, I actually like it a good bit. Uh, yeah. it, it's not my favorite Star Wars movie, but I appreciate kind of what he was attempting to do. Right. And he even, it's even dialogue in the movie, right? He's like, you have to burn what came before. Yep. Right. To, to move things forward or to do something different. And I almost wish that had been the marketing campaign because I think that then that it wouldn't have been as much of a, a, a shock yeah. upon viewing. But no, like when I sit and think about things now, like Jesus Christ, it has some of my favorite, the, the the things in all of Star Wars, man. Fucking uh, when when Ray and Kylo are fucking up Snoke's guards, like that yeah. fight scene yeah. is amazing. Yeah, and then when Kylo's got the full fucking army beaten mm-hmm. down, yeah. right? Motherfucking Luke shows up and dusts off his shoulder. Yeah, I get, yeah. <laughs> all I heard was dun, 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 oh my dun, 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 dun. Like a little dirt on your shoulder. <laughs> Yeah, Jay-Z. like I got, I get chills now when I watch that. Yeah. So like, I think it has amazing moments, and I think that's exactly what he was trying to do. Um. So, I I I really like the Last Jedi. Yeah, it's it's so I rewatched them all, and I mean, like, I for me, it's it goes um. Like Rogue One is my favorite, then Empire, but then I think Last Jedi is probably after it, and and so for me, and I think that's the reason why, like for like Rise of Skywalker, like my son loved it, but my son is like whatever the last thing I saw was is the thing that I love because he doesn't really rewatch any of them. So I had mm-hmm. rewatched all of them from I started with the prequels, I did them chronologically. So I did mm-hmm. the prequels, Solo, Rogue One, New Hope, you know, whatever, four, five, six. Mm. seven eight so i had like a you know i had full you know kind of star wars on the brain Mm -hmm. um when i watched them and and to me it just i mean i like there are parts of it that i liked but it just felt so much like a step backwards Mm. uh, from from last jedi like you know and not just because like i i always was like totally fine with like ray not having like Yes. Force parents, because, you know, for me, it's always been like, I think part of the reason why I like Rogue One so much is it's like, these are all nobodies. Like, that's the whole Mm -hmm. thing about the rebellion Mm -hmm. is you don't have to have force powers. You don't have to have come from a particular line. Like, the whole rebellion is this idea of like all of these people from different backgrounds and different coming together. Like, in Diego Luna, like, he's got, like, he, you know, when he had, like, he has that, he talking to Felicity Huffman, he's like, I've been doing this my whole life. Like, I've been doing this Mm -hmm. since I was six years old. He doesn't have any force powers. He's just a guy who is, like, doing what he feels needs to be done Mm. because of this greater evil in the world. And so this notion that we have to go back to Ray having these, like, special force parents. And then... Right, right. So, like, okay, fine. So she's a Palpatine. But then at the end when she's, like, she goes and she bears the lightsabers and it's, like, I go, well, your, your father, imagine him, like, he... Right. His father was like the ultimate evil in the galaxy and he finds the 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 moral strength and courage to run from that and it kills him to put his daughter in this situation but he knows that's what best and you're just going to be like fuck that I'm a skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I understand like kind of what the reasoning behind it was but it just yeah. didn't work for me. Um yeah. And like my no, I, again, like my son loved it. He was like, "It's great," and I was just like the whole time. I just was kind of like, I I recognized things in it that I liked, but I yeah. also, I don't know. There was just so, stuff that I think, yeah. I it, and you're you're doing exactly like I think what, and not not that you know not to, not to discredit your opinions or nothing like that. Obviously, I value your opinions, opinions, but I think that. I think that that's kind of where at this point for me, I'm separating like myself, not, not, not speaking to you, but just like the internet in general, where it's like, 
it's like I didn't necessarily agree with every decision they made, and like, yeah, the, 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 if you, my whole, all right, so and, and I absolutely agree with the fact that you don't start a new trilogy and have no idea where it's going. Like, right. don't make it up as we go along. Right. That's stupid. Right. And so, and then, especially if if the the middle one's not well received, then don't attempt to fix that by just throwing shit against the wall and seeing what sticks. Yes. Uh, and that's exactly what they did. But at the same time, like, this is something so ingrained in me that it's almost a religion at this point. And so, while... It might be hot garbage. It's hot Star Wars garbage. So I, I'm I don't think it's hot garbage. Like I mean, having watched the prequels before this, like that—that's the thing. Like I'm not going to say it's as bad as the prequels. Like I mean, there's still some amazing performances. Like um, Oscar Isaac is still great. John Boyega is great. Daisy Ridley is great. Like they still, you know, they they still find a way to find fun things and 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 great set piece. Like moments. there are Star Wars moments in the movie, and that's all I really need at this point for me, because Star Wars is such a thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. So while I recognize and agree with everyone's criticisms of the missteps, it still had moments where it had Star Wars moments for me. Yeah, I I guess for me, part of it is that, like, I felt like I really liked some of the things they did in the second, and and I think it's in in large part because of how much I love Return um, The Last Jedi. Like, I feel like Mm -hmm. some of the things that they did in there and the way they... No, it was, as a sequel to The Last Jedi, it's super disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. Super disappointing. And, and, uh, and to your point of like not knowing what they they do, like I mean, so at the same time that like the la- the the Rise of Skywalker came out, you know, here we have like the Mandalorian, and mm. love it or hate it, it's clear that as they were doing this movie, they ha- or sorry, this show, they had a plan from start to finish mm-hmm. this season. Yeah. So it all. From episode to episode, they knew where they were going. They knew what they wanted to do. They knew why this person was being introduced and that person was being introduced. And it was coherent from beginning to end. Now, whether or not you liked what they did, uh, it was coherent and and in line with itself from beginning to end. And this notion of these, you you take the probably the the most prized franchise. (laughs) In pop culture, and you just go, well, eh, let's give this one to this guy. And then, I mean, when we think about originally, like Colin Trevorrow, Trevorrow, I don't know how you pronounce his name, was like supposed to do one of them. Ryan, John- mm. Ryan Johnson was supposed to do two of them. And then they kind of like, eh, whatever. Like, if you're going <laughs> to, like, well, like, when the time comes for them to make more Star Wars movies, either don't do a trilogy, do like they, what they did with Solo. Which Lord of the Rings, for God's sakes, man! Yeah, well, either do what you're like we're doing, we're doing just just separate individual. um, Yes, individual individual episodic movies. Yes, individual stories. Here's the thing that happened. Here's the thing that happened. Here's the thing. Yes, and either they they come together or they don't. Or and they brought Kevin Feige, and as much as if you don't like the Marvel movies, you have to at least recognize he's a motherfucker who knows how to plan. No shit. Absolutely. It's just a question of whether or not you enjoy, you agree with and enjoy mm-hmm. the plan. But he knows right. how to plan. So mm-hmm. if you're going to make three Star Wars movies, have a plan. Know Please. what you're going in the last one so you can do it in the first one. Know what your tone is going to be. Know what your choices are going to be. Know yep. what decisions your characters are going to make, what's driving them, so that if it feels like they took a step forward, you don't then make them take a step back. Exactly. And for yep. me, that's honestly like I, I am much more like, honestly, I mean, I want to, you know, I don't go to a movie and are like, I hope I hate this. Like, I'm not that person. Like, I want to. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Know? And so but I at the very least would be better with something that I didn't agree with the choices if I mm-hmm. felt as if all of the choices like were planned ahead. And they were planned yep. out. And it was like, hey, it just yep. wasn't for me. Like, right. I am totally fine with that. Not everything connects. But when it feels like, oh, shit, well, we didn't like. Right. It's almost like Disney was like, well, we don't want any more think pieces. 
So just right, fucking exactly. do this, and then they exactly. did this, and it's like wrong. <laughs> oh yeah. You ready for more think pieces? Yeah. <laughs> and I get it. Like it's it's just kind of I don't know. I'm not gonna say it's par for the course. I mean, you want people talking about your move, but sure. And a lot of people like like my said my son. He was like, I, I love it. It's my favorite Star Wars movie. Oh, I didn't say that. Well, yeah, again, like I said, he doesn't rewatch <laughs> like things. So for like him, I, said, I like it. He doesn't oh. go to see movies very much. So like his favorite movie is if you ask him what's your favorite yeah. movie, it's the last movie that he saw. Well, I kind of do that too, right? Like right now, if you ask, I just said like 2019's best movie was The Lighthouse. Yeah, that's but what- that's different because three months from now, four months from now, <laughs> if something comes out that that is better <coughs> or sure. not. Right, like you could watch, you know, six, seven, eight movies, and then the lighthouse would still be your favorite, right? Sure, but I'm saying like I, I'm 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 editing my 2019 list, <laughs> like, and I know how we do this. Like, so we do best movies of 2020 when we get to December. I'll have to talk about the lighthouse, but I really wish I had seen it for last year. I, I'm kind of glad I didn't because I I don't I wouldn't have wanted to try to figure out. What that would mm. ended up being, so, man. That mother, that was a fucking game changer. <laughs> yeah, like I really, honestly, I would have had a hard time. I think I probably yeah. just because of where I am politically right now. I think I probably mm. would have still. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's still some like kind of division of labor aspects in the lighthouse, but it's way secondary. Mm. Whereas, sure. yeah, 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 the kind of capitalistic and themes of 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 parasite are the whole purpose the whole driving sure. force of that movie. Sure. So I probably still would have gone with it. But I would have had to have dropped something from my list. Right. And, and It would have been. So, yeah. So, it, it, I don't know. I still really want to watch. I can't wait for Parasite to come on Blu-ray. So, yeah. uh, it, it would have been between those two for number one for me. Yeah. Um, so, I, uh, I don't know what's next in terms of movies. I know I'm super excited for the uh, Harley Quinn movie because every trailer I've seen... Uh, for that has made me excited. I I already knew I want to watch it, and I've seen no trailers. So yeah, no, but it's uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead as fucking Huntress. Come on, son. Nice. Uh, yeah, no, it looks it looks great. Um, Apparently, there's a laughing hyena in one. I don't yes, know. There I is. Seen there it. is a hyena. So nice. I was, was kind of glad to see that. I was uh, like, yeah, that's awesome. I can't because like, if they give me uh, the animated series Harley, yeah, man, I'm all in. That's supposed to be the new it, the one on 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 uh, DC Universe, or whatever. Is supposed to be really good. Jace loves it. I just haven't mm. seen it yet. So nice. I gotta, I gotta, man. I gotta catch up. I'm so behind on. I always say that though because I don't watch TV. Yeah, I don't watch TV shows. I, I don't know what's wrong with me. Well, I haven't watched The Witcher yet, so we can watch it together. <laughs> I'm not watching that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Time jumps and The Witcher. Come on, man. You're gonna love it. Ugh. So, yeah, so I'm not sure. Well, I know what we're going to talk about movie-wise next show. Yeah, game-wise. it's going to be a good one. Who knows? Um, I think uh, if I can figure out a way to stream Black Flag, otherwise it's just more Life is Strange, too. So, uh, Whatever it is, hopefully you will be here with us. Uh, we appreciate you hanging out with us. This has been episode 88 Eight. of yep. uh, Divided by Werewolves. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, and we hope you will be with us again in the next two weeks. So from myself and Mitch... Thank you again. Good night. Found the button. Have a good evening.